is what it looked like at Freedom Fest Days in Oklahoma. All the teams bringing it all to the dirt. This is PBR Now. We've got you covered as always. Lots of headlines to get to today. Welcome to the Cowboy Channel Studios in beautiful Fort Worth, Texas. So glad you're with us. We are welcoming the PBR Camping World Teams Series in Arena announcer Chris Rankin joining me here. I'm Fanchon Stinger, of course. Chris, thank you so much for, for being here. And it is so neat that you're able to step away from the microphone and join me at the desk. You know, it's kind of been a grueling start to this PBR <laughs> Camping World Team Series so far, but it's been an incredible journey. So it's kind of nice to come inside and yes. get to talk a little bit about what's happened so far this season. Well, let's get right to the re-ride because there's so much yeah. to talk about this weekend. The Arizona Ridge Riders, they are red hot. I feel like Keyshawn Whitehorse really ignited this team in Austin. Then you talk about Nick Tex and all these guys coming together in Oklahoma. Yeah, Nick Tex, he's been a standout, just a leader, a phenomenon, so to speak. To start out the first half of the PBR Camping World Team Series, that's 87 and a quarter on a bull called Outlaw. But it hasn't all been Nick Tetz. This young man right here, yes. Colton Doherty, and at times he's had some of the greatest moments this season, and then at some other moments he's had just hit and miss. But Chase put it together this week on in night number two. So. Keyshawn, yes, he's been the talk. question. We had Keyshawn on the show last week, and you'll remember if you watched last week, you can't miss the week because he talked about the importance of that ride in Austin and look at what he was able to put together from that momentum in Oklahoma. Yeah, and it was so good for them to get Keyshawn back after Austin riding that momentum. And then whenever you look at it, we talk about a man that was like, 0 for 11 coming into oh Freedom goodness. Fest, and it's Eduardo Aparecido. Skywalker is the bull here. This was his first ride of the 2023 PBR Camping World Team Series, and it's 80, like 89 and a quarter points, and it's a good way for him to get kicked off, and it looks good for them in the back half of the season. You know, you're absolutely right. You know, this team has come together. They've caught fire at the exact yes. perfect time. They have a challenge, though, to overcome because they lost Colton Fritzlin this past weekend to a very serious injury. Yeah, and Colton, he's been one of the driving forces, so to speak. I hate yeah. to sound redundant, but he's been one of the men that they've counted on to start the season out. And we have the opportunity today to look back to see exactly what happened to Colton Fritzlin. You know, you hate to lose any member of your squad, especially whenever is coming down to the bitter end in a championship race on hand. But Colton, he just goes at him every single day. Mm. But right there mm. is where things went bad yeah. to end his season. It's tough to watch. We are wishing him a speedy and complete recovery, a broken femur. Lots of prayers going out to Colton. We know he is a warrior. We want to talk about another team that made a few headlines. The Nashville Stampede, they came into this weekend. They left the weekend 2-1, and one, but they came in getting three very important guys back. They got Dinner Barbosa back, Kaiki Pacheco, Mason Taylor. But at the end of the weekend, only two of those young men were standing. Yeah, Kaiki Pacheco, it's kind of, we were all so, oh. just so pumped up to see Kaiki finally return since the injury before the PBR World Finals. And so once he came in, we watched him on day number one, day two. Coach McBride decided he was going to rest him. And on day three, he never even got to leave the buck and shoot. The bull acted up in the shoot, and it looks like it may be something tweaked that, that ankle on him again. And, you know, whenever we look at it, he's going to be out until at least Greensboro. Wow. So you hate to see it. But Mason Taylor, 
Uh, Dinner Barbosa, two guys that they can build on in the back half of the season. And Mason, it wasn't the best weekend. It wasn't exactly what he dreamed up, but he's 100% now, and he's healthy and back ready, and they have him for the second half of the season. It's exciting to see him 100% because he is going to play a critical role, like you said, for this last yeah. half of the season for the 2022 World Champion Nashville Stampede. So, And, and this young man. Yeah, Dinner Barbosa, he was lights out this weekend. And you yes. talk about making a big comeback. He had a two for three weekend on a bull that he had previously been on three times is, is what, how he'll start his season off this year as well. So it was great for Dinner Barbosa. Absolutely. Let's take a look at the event results here. As you see, the Red Hot Arizona Ridge Riders 3-0. We didn't even need extra outs, no ride off. They took this in a commanding way. Texas Rattlers, they are getting their momentum as well. They're two and one on the weekend. The National Stampede, you see number three there. Yeah, number, and then Missouri even had a yeah. good weekend heading into Ridgedale. But on the season standings, it's been really good. And, and Austin Gambler's kind of bittersweet. They're 13 and three, and two of their losses come courtesy of the Arizona Ridge Riders. That was a huge statement that the Arizona Ridge Riders made. That's why so many people are gonna be watching to see what that team does next. The Kansas City Outlaws, Sitting still in number two, the Oklahoma Freedom did not have the weekend they had hoped for, but they are still sitting at number three. Any thoughts on Oklahoma? You know, Oklahoma had a lot of bright moments this week as well, and I think, you know, they got Outlaw back. Yes. So they have a lot of things to, to really that's intriguing on the back half of the season as yeah. well. Well, like we said, the race to Las Vegas is officially gone. We're going to be with you to take you there all the way. When we come back, you don't want to miss this. We're going to step behind the shoots with Arizona Ridge Riders coach, Olive Grimberg, joins us next. Continuing on with our red hot Arizona Ridge Riders, you are looking at a key to this incredible weekend. The Kubota Weekend Warrior, Eduardo Aparicito, and Chris, wow, to see him come back. He kind of had a slow start, but he put an exclamation point on this weekend. Yeah, it was so good to see Eduardo just rise the occasion. I mean, coming into this weekend at Freedom Day, or Freedom Fest, rather, he was 0 for 11 to start out this season. So to see him turn his whole season around, in the second half of the Camping World Team Series, it could be good for the Arizona Ridge Riders. He's cool, he's calm, he's collected, and as you can see, a lot of reason for his team to be celebrating right now. This is what it looks like on the Red Hot Ridge Riders team. They're five and one in their last six games. They were two and zero versus Austin. That is something this team can be so proud of. You may remember last week we talked to Keyshawn Whitehorse about his electric ride at the end of uh, the Austin Gamblers days. That I think ignited the momentum that carried them into the Oklahoma Freedom Fest. Yeah, we take it a little bit farther. They're seven of their last nine. They've won seven of their last nine games, and they are the hottest team in the league right now to start out the second half. And we should just talk to them. Why not? Let's step behind the chutes with Pendleton Whiskey, bringing in the co-coach of the Arizona Ridge Riders, our friend, Paulo Krimber. Paulo, first of all, I just have to say, welcome to PBR now. We're so glad you're here. And do we have a lot to celebrate with your team? Oh, yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. I know we've been playing this for a while. Uh, I'm just so glad to be in it today. But uh, our team has been unbelievable this weekend and still a couple past weekends. It was awesome. I couldn't ask for any more uh, out of them than, than what they gave to me. You know, Paula, we look at what Keyshawn did at the end of Gambler Days. That 
walk-off win, that walk-off ride he was able to get the eight on, really did something within the team in the locker room. Can you talk about some of the things we don't see that led to the success that we're seeing from your team this week? Uh, we just realized everything was having excuses for. It was a lot of complaints and, you know, trying to find excuse for everything. And we talked about it and we just made a commitment not to blame or complain anymore. Just deal with whatever they throw at us, you know, just find a way to win and find a way to overcome that situation. And this is exactly what we did. So how is the lineup going to look moving forward for you guys, especially heading into Ridgedale this week? Um, just like you mentioned, in Oklahoma was a bad – Colton Freetson got a bad injury. That was the only downside for us. And he's, we lost a very strong piece of our team, you know, member of our team. Uh, we would be praying for him. He's going to be present to a few events, and that guy can be so great. And he is so great. And then we have Nick. I mean, he's been a phenomenal the whole season. I, I talked to the team about recru recruiting him uh, mid-season, the regular season. I was watching him, and I know how great that kid can be. And, um, you know, we have Keyshawn, Nick, Colton, uh, Jesse got hurt. Uh, he's not ready to come back yet, but we just um, got a new guy, Leandro Machado, we, uh, on our practice squad, unprotected, and then he's going to come this weekend with us to reach Dale. You know, Paulo, it's so exciting to see the electricity that we are experiencing with your team. You guys not only won on the dirt, but there was a big win for you and your family off the dirt this past weekend at the Heroes and Legends luncheon honoring your wife maria we know behind every strong man there is an even stronger lady and your wife embodies leadership and the warrior attitude that you so much display when you're working with your team and your guys on the dirt talk a little bit about what it meant for you to be able to introduce your beautiful wife and for her to receive that award i had a chance to talk to her before she got in she was just so humbled um but she is such an embodiment of grace. Yep. Uh, I couldn't be more happy for this weekend. Our team won. Maria received that share shoulders reward, and, and my son won the bull riding, too, in, in Kennewick, Washington. That was a, a blessing. Maria deserved that reward so, so much. I mean, she's a phenomenal wife, phenomenal woman, and she helps, you know, pretty much everyone. She can help and everyone who asks for help and then she just remains strong. I remember in a lot of situations when I broke my neck and, and didn't know which way even to look at it. She kind of remained strong and, and trying to give me positive thoughts and, and try to guide me to uh, find a different way. And, and to be honest, I'm here today with all this because of her and, and my kids and my family. I. Every time I try to quit or give up because uh, pain or, or just doubts or anything, I thought of them, and that's what kept me going for sure. You know, Paulo, you touched on it just briefly there, talking about your son, John Krimber, and I want to touch on a little bit because I've got the opportunity to see him since he was in junior high rodeo and his two national titles in high school rodeo, and now just getting to see him bust onto the PBR scene in the Challenger Series and, and has already racked up a couple of wins, and especially this weekend in Kennewick. You know, the sky's the limit for that young man, and you've done a great job of preparing him. 
What what excites you the most about getting to see your son fulfill the same the same steps and the same dreams that you had once? To see him being pro right now and and going like he's going, it's just I expect that you know he's he put in the work. He tried as hard as anybody I've ever seen. He loves the sport. He has the passion, and uh, he won four events in a month. He just turned eighteen a month ago. Uh, August 11th, and he won four events. He's number four in the standings. He's trying to guarantee one of the the spots for the UTB, you know, the Challenger Finals in Las Vegas, uh, right before the team championship, the, the playoffs. Uh, we're gonna have they're gonna have five spots for the top five riders for the UTB, guaranteed four events, and he's trying to get one of those. And I'm pretty sure he's gonna get one. And uh, he's going. I'm excited to see him around me more, yeah. you know, because he's going to travel with me. That's that's pretty tickled. Yeah. I'm pretty tickled to death for that. Well, I'm going to tell you something, John. Every time I see that young man, my heart is just so full because he embodies what we want every young man to grow up to be like: strength, commitment, humility, and also respect. And you and your wife have done a beautiful job with him. Much continued success. We're Thank praying you. for your entire family. Thank you so much for joining us. And we can't wait to see what else the Red Hot Ridge Riders have to put up on the board coming up this week in Ridgedale. God bless you, my friend, and thank you once again for joining us. Thank you. You're thank welcome. you so much for having me. That was a, that was a great, great opportunity. Uh, next time I'll be in studio, okay? I All right. You. We're going to mark it. Thank you so much, Paul, and can't wait to get you in studio. All right. Stay with us. Up next, who got wrecked in Oklahoma? You do not want to miss this. All right, let's talk Power Bull this week. You are looking at the Majestic, the bull that brought the power this week, flying wired 46 points. And that's a lot for a beautiful bull. Yeah, we were in the heart of bull country, yes. so to speak, with DNH Cattle Company, as well as McCoy and Hart Cattle Company, all there flying wired 46 points. Mm. There was a lot of 45-point bulls, but none of them were 46-like flying For a wired. second there, I thought Andrew was going to ride, and then right there, yeah. you see, Flying Wired gets the upper hand. So we want to always honor our animal athletes, and Flying Wired is the one we honor today. Let's go to put some more rank wides. Let's start with number four, Caden Bunch. And Chris, he brought the excitement when the home team, Oklahoma Freedom, really needed it. This led to their win on that first night. Yeah, two for three weekend for Caden Bunch, and only his first event of the season just re-signed in the last week, and he excelled to start out his so far season That's for the right. Oklahoma Freedom. He's looking good. All right, number three, Jose Vitor Leme. This is an 89 and a quarter point ride, and he brought what Jose brings always, that confidence, the steadiness, what else can you say? In a three for three weekend, <laughs> who would have ever thought Jose Vitor Lindy would have another three for three weekend? But it was good to see after having some hiccups in the middle of the season at Nashville. Yeah, that was a walk-off win to beat the Texas Rattlers there. He steps it up. Let's go to number two, Eduardo Aparecido. Again, we talked about this a little bit earlier, the key to the event win for the Arizona Ridge Riders. Yeah, and it was a monster ride too. I mean, Skywalker, that is a bull that just, he's put guys down, but whenever you do your job just like Eduardo do, did, you can be a lot of points off. Yeah, this was a huge ride, in fact, for his team. This is the one that led to that big event win, and uh, kudos to the Arizona Ridge Riders once again. Okay, our number one rank ride of the week, that would be Brady Randolph, 
versus Tulsa time. You mentioned McCoy Ranch, Tulsa time, an incredible bull, and this was an incredible ride. Yeah, and Brady Randolph, that's his second 90-point score of the season so far. And whenever you talk about Tulsa time, that is a bull the last three times that he has been ridden. It's all been above 90 points. Yeah, Brady Randolph fired up there. Can't wait to see what the Texas Rattlers do this second half of the season. So those are your rank rides. We still got a little bit more to talk about. Do not move. When we come back, we're going to show you who got wrecked in Oklahoma. And we'll talk about Ridgedale coming up this weekend. Don't go away. Too far inside, made some huge moves. And the moves continue to come. Wall Street train bulldozing. The bullfighters here, good to see everyone up and on their feet. These bulls mean business here on Sunday. I'm looking at Lucas Teodoro in the arena right now, and he is not happy. Here's why. Flavio is going to put out the effort. He's going to get in trouble right out of the gate. You can see him kind of get to the outside. But take a look at this. Look at Lucas. Tries to push Flavio away so that he can well, – look, look at this. Push out of his way and grab that bull's attention. I, I can't say it enough how incredibly important these guys are. Just a fantastic job there by Lucas. You know, we talk about the power that our beautiful animal athletes bring to the dirt, but I just want to take a moment to honor the U.S. Border Patrol safety team. In this sport, that team is critical. Those guys putting their lives on the line to protect – not just the bull riders, but to protect the bulls, to, to protect each other. We just cannot say enough about them. No, that is the greatest safety team in the world. Absolutely. And, and there was three of the greatest bullfighters mm -hmm. there at Freedom Fest. Lucas Teodoro, he's been the only Brazilian that's been selected to both the PBR World Finals as well as the PBR Camping World Team Series Championship. And, well, the proof we just watched is why Absolutely. he is one of the greatest in the world. Yeah, it takes your breath away, but we just want to say how much we love and appreciate our safety team. So thank you for doing what you do each and every weekend. Let's take a look right now at the MVP standings. This is the other race we are watching closely. Jose Vitor Leme back in the number one position. Of course, Cassio Diaz was holding that position for a week or two. Don Castle, though, Chris, number two. You know, Joe say he moves back to the top courtesy of that three for three weekend yeah. in Oklahoma. Dalton Castle, he's been knocking on that door all season long, and now he finally claims a number two spot. Casio Diaz, he stumbled a little bit in Oklahoma that we haven't seen so far this season. So he went into Oklahoma riding over 80% of his bulls. Now he's like 75%. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I wonder if he's a little sore. We're going to see what happens I'm in Ridgedale. You. How does he ride? Of course, Cooper Davis, Savano Alves. Both of those young men having an incredible season as well. Okay, all eyes now, Chris, to Ridgedale. This is going to be an exciting weekend. Of course, Missouri Thunder hoping to turn on the heat. And it's the most unique setting, the most unique venue that we'll go to all season long on any tour of the PBR at Nature's Arena there in Ridgedale, Missouri. I can't wait. Whenever I got the call to come be a part of PBR yeah. Camping World Team Series, this is one of the events that was on my bucket list. If you can join us, please come out Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You see the times there. Friday, Saturday, we're on Ride Pass, and then Sunday, we are going to kick it off on CBS Sports Network. We do want to take a moment and honor a legend in our sport. Yeah. J.B. Mooney, we have watched him for years. Well, we got a surprise announcement. And it was also a surprise to him. He is announcing his retirement at 36 years old. 
He suffered a break in his neck in Lewiston, Idaho. They had to remove a disc and replace it with rod, plates, and screws. I just want to read what he said, Chris. I want you to chime in here because he has meant so much to our sport. And this is, this is him. Listen to this. Legendary, or actually he says, unfortunately the surgery has ended my bull riding career. This is not the way I wanted to go out, but everything happens for a reason. JB Mooney is a cowboy's cowboy. Yeah, he is. One of the toughest that we've ever seen in the sport of the PBR. You know, I think whenever those 20 founding fathers came together and, and they were planning for the future, JB Mooney was one of the faces that they were predicting to see. We want to say, JB, thank you for all that you have brought to the sport. Thank you for all the years of putting yourself right in the middle of it. And we do wish you a very, very happy retirement. Can't wait to see what he's going to come up with next because he always comes up with something. So that's going to be fun to watch. There's something <laughs> in the hat. Trust me. Well, that is a wrap for this week on PBR. Now, full steam ahead, like we said, to Thunder Days in Ridgedale, Missouri. The Missouri Thunder focused on turning their season around. It's going to be fun to see what they can put together. We will be back, as always, next week to break it all down for all of us, myself, for Chris, from everyone at the PBR Now team. Thank you so much for watching. Have a great weekend.